Hey y'all, you are tuned in to the Powerhouse Lash Podcast. This podcast is my diary to the Lash community where I share my highs, lows, lessons, and rants based on my lash journey. My heart is to share the reality of what it's really like to build a lash business, and I hope this episode helps you feel seen, validated, educated, humored, and makes your lash journey a little bit easier. I'm your host, T The Brand, and I'm glad that you're here. Now, let's get to it. Hey Lash Boss, welcome back to another episode of the Powerhouse Lash Podcast. I am your host, T The Brand, and I am glad that you are here. This topic is huge for the lash industry, and I'm happy to share my thoughts and feelings on it. And the topic that we're going to be discussing today is should you become a lash trainer or when should you become a lash trainer? Recently, I had a conversation with one of my former mentees, and um, she let me know that somebody was ready to learn how to do lashes by her which is great if it's great so um let's 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 get into it and let's talk about it so from that conversation that I had with her um I developed a few questions that you should ask yourself before you become a lash trainer before we get into what those questions are um I remember when I was ready to become a lash trainer um I had a mentor um I I still have a mentor y'all I keep a mentor get you a mentor they are your roadmap to where you want to be without all the struggles so um, I had a mentor and we were talking one day and um, I told her, you know, I asked her her opinion, like, what do you think about moving into lash training? And so her advice to me um, at the time, I didn't really, I don't want to say I didn't receive it well, but I didn't really understand um, the magnitude of what she was saying when she gave me this advice. And her response to me, she asked me why I wanted to be a trainer. And I told her, you know, I had a couple people who were um, expressing that they wanted to learn from me. And also I wanted to make some extra income. And she advised me not to become a trainer for those reasons. She was like, learn how to really get your marketing and branding solid because you're going to need to know how to market even to trainers. I mean, even to um, potential lash students. So I think a lot of lash artists, when they aren't seeing progress or growth in their um, lash business, like as far as clientele, they think, oh, well, let me just teach somebody else how to do it or start teaching other people how to do it. And that way I can make money. But you still have to market your classes and your trainings to other lash artists in order for them to trust you enough to come train with you the same way that you have to know how to market your services and yourself enough to get lash clients to book with you and trust you to be their service provider so if you don't know how to market and brand it's not going to work for you being a trainer like a trainer is not a get rich quick kind of thing nothing in the lash industry is going to just blow you up real fast and get you a bankroll like everything requires work it requires time it requires refinement which means you're going to take some L's and you're going to have to figure out how to bounce back and make them, you know, make the learn from the loss that you took um, so that you can make it better. So, yeah, those are my thoughts on. Oh, 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 okay. So, let me stick to the script of when I was talking to my mentor at the time. And so, um, that was her advice don't become a trainer, not for the money and not because you're not getting clients. And also, just because people are telling you, hey, I want to book with you to learn how to do lashes, that doesn't mean that when you roll out your trainings and you roll out the price and everything, that, that doesn't mean that these people are going to book with you. So, don't believe the hype. 
make sure that when you become a trainer, that it's something that you really want to do and that you're really ready to do because it's not easy at all. So one of the questions um, that I want to pose to you if you're thinking about becoming a lash trainer is how strong is your skill? Like, is your isolation cool or is your isolation A1? When your clients come back, are there a couple of stickies in there or are they ab- are there absolutely no stickies in there? What is the retention like? What is um the, your mapping like? What's your styling like? How fast do you move? And I know that that may sound like it's not important, but it is important because you won't be able to talk somebody through how it's going to take time if you haven't taken your time to go through it. Like you need to have the experience on the lash artist side before you can share the experience with somebody else. So how strong is your skill? Um, How strong is your teaching skill? Everybody can't teach. Like... (laughs) That's not for everybody. Everybody is not meant to be a trainer. Everybody's not meant to be a YouTuber, a podcaster. Now, if it's on your heart, if you feel like you can do it, absolutely go for it. Even if you feel like you don't know if you can do it, I still say go for it because you don't know if it works until you try it and fail and figure out, okay, this ain't for me. In Anyway, so um, how strong is your teaching skill? Everybody's not meant to be a teacher. Everybody doesn't have the patience to be a teacher. And being a lash artist, you know and you remember what it was like in the beginning, if you are still in the beginning. I mean, we all know what it's like to be slow. We know what it's like to not know how to hand make fans and to uh, not know how to do perfect placement, to have poor retention, to not know what products that we need. What is your teaching skill like? Is somebody about to pay you X amount of dollars just for you to get frustrated in the process? People, when they are learning how to do lash extensions, you got some people who pass with flying colors as soon as they get started with the training like that they're it's almost like they're a natural and then you have other people who struggle do you have the patience to struggle with your client can you encourage your client can you correct them without making them feel um like they're doing a bad job can you alter the the teaching style um to help to better help them like what tech this is another question do you have techniques for different learning styles like if somebody's not getting it on the mannequin if they're not getting placement on a mannequin how can you pivot the process and help them like what's the next strategy what's the next step um if somebody if that doesn't work then what do you do like what what do you have in your toolbox to be able to help someone else it's one thing to think oh this is what i do but what you do may not work for the student that you're training you got to also remember you have time in the game and they're just coming into it so your way may not be as easy for them because they don't have any kind of experience with doing lash extension. So that's something to definitely consider. My first lash training was way harder than I expected. Um, She did a really good job. She was, you know, I would say a natural. She was making fans easily. But when it came to doing placement and when it came to isolation and when it came to separating and when it came to looking at lash layers and things like that, uh, when she started working on a real person, that's when it got challenging. On the mannequin, I will pass with flying colors, but those mannequin eyes and human eyes are two totally different arenas. And so having to walk with somebody through their first human practice is hard and you as a trainer have to be real versed enough to know when to jump in and know when to pull back and know when to let them struggle and know when to correct because you don't want them to feel overwhelmed they're already going to feel overwhelmed but um just to get back to the questions do you have different techniques for different learning styles 
My next question is, are you knowledgeable enough? Not just about, oh, this is how you dip the glue in the lash and then put the lash on, or this is how you isolate. Are you knowledgeable enough to help them be successful? For example, if you have a new client, um, I mean, if you have a student and your student starts taking clients and then they don't know why none of their people's lashes are lasting, do you know how to advise them in the training on how to fix retention issues outside of, oh, make sure the humidity is right. And oh, make sure your glue is this. And oh, you might need a new glue. What about lash anatomy? How well versed are you in lash anatomy to explain to a student the importance of knowing lash anatomy and the importance the importance of educating their clients about it? How well versed are you um, in talking about the health and cleanliness of natural lashes with extensions so that your clients, so that your students know how to tell their clients how to keep up their lashes like there's so much wrapped up in lash extensions and teaching lash extensions it's not just oh take the lashes off the strip make the fan dip them in the glue slide it through the glue it's so much more to it you need to talk about um bonds of lashes and uh natural lashes and extension i'm not finna preach about what you need to teaching your training that's a whole nother episode or become a mentee and learn how to do a training if that's the case but that's not what we're finna do on this podcast um so basically are you knowledgeable enough do you know enough have you experienced and learned enough to be able to set somebody else up for success do not create a bunch of mini use and i don't mean that to sound offensive but one thing i've talked to a lash artist before so she wanted to work with me to learn um for, for mentorship to learn how to market and brand and build her clientele and then in a message um she let me know you know she was thinking about training and i had to let her know like don't create more little use if you can't offer people anything more than teaching them how to do eyelash extensions you do not need to train people on how to do eyelash extensions because what we have seen and what you can clearly see in the industry is there are a lot of certified or even licensed lash techs who do not have clients, who do not make money, who quickly get discouraged because they don't know how to market, how to brand, how to do anything other than stick an eyelash on a natural eyelash. So make sure that you have something um, more than just extensions to offer to your clients, I mean, to your students in their training. Do not set people up to fail. This they spend, You're going to spend way too much money. Your students are going to spend way too much money investing in you as a teacher, investing in the products that they need for them to fall fat on fall flat on their faces and not be able to do anything with the products, with their time, with what they've learned. So make sure that you bring it more to the table, period. And then my last question is, what's in your kit? So when I was talking to uh, my former mentee, um, and we're talking through the process, you know, I asked her, what are you including in the training? Like, she'll need a kit, she'll need a manual. And she told me, you know, she wasn't going to get a kit for the student. Like, because the student already has some supplies and she was just going to get her what she needed and add to it. And I'm like, no, because if her products are trash, then she's going to struggle from the start. Do not set people up for failure. Anytime you do a training, get them the products that you use. Don't buy no pre-made kits. Don't order no kits off Amazon. Don't recommend that. I build each kit that I have, that any student of mine have ever gotten. I give them exactly what it is that I use on my clients. Why am I going to get you something that I don't know the integrity of? I'm not going to buy you some lashes. I don't know if they're going to come off the strip easy and fan like butter. I'm not going to get you no glue that I don't know what the viscosity of the glue is like and what the retention will be like. 
I'm not finna buy you no tweezers where I don't know what the grip is like on them. I get my clients, I mean, my students, everything that I use. I, I make sure that they have top tier products to start out with so that they can be successful. So anyway, after I explain all of this, she's like, yeah, you're right. And then she asked me, what should go in the kit? And I'm like, wait a minute, pause. If you don't know what you need to put in a student kit, you do not need to be a trainer. Or if you just need to know, I have a video on YouTube um, that that I go through everything that I put in my training kits. Um, I have a video where I show everything that goes in the training kits. So check those out if you just need some insight or if you're looking for better products. Um, I shop with thelashsupply.com. And if you shop with them online and use code T. 10 and that's T-E-E-1-0, you get 10% off and free fast shipping. My orders come in like next day with the lash supply. So um, if you don't know how to build a kit, you might not need to be a trainer. Um, don't lowball yourself when you're doing trainings either. Make sure you get paid. I ain't saying like mark the price through the roof if this is your first training or your second training. Again, it's hard and you need the experience and you need to know what you're doing um, if you're going to be charging top dollar for your um, trainings and offer them something else. How are you going to be a mentor if you don't know how to do nothing other than lashes? So just wait. It's okay to wait. It's okay to perfect your marketing skill, your branding skill, build your clientele. You learn how to do all the things. Get yourself a mentor so that you can learn more to be able to pour into more people. I keep a mentor because I can only teach other people, other artists, as much as I know. And if we get to a point to where I've run out of things to share with you, it's time for you to move on to another lash artist. And that, I mean, another lash mentor. And that's just that on that. That's that's life and that's natural. But I want to keep learning. I'm a forever student. And because I'm a forever student, the student, the mentees that I have, the students that I work with, they're going to be good. And you want to have that confidence in yourself and your trainings so that you can instill it in your students. They need to know that they're going to be all right when they spend their money with you. So y'all, those are all of my thoughts on, um, should you be, be a lash trainer? Don't do it for the money. Don't do it for because people are asking you to uh, make sure that you know what you're doing. Make sure that you are very well knowledgeable. I know it might be cool to make a little quick thousand dollars, but I promise it's not worth it if you're creating more lash artists who are going to struggle. That puts a bad name and a bad image on you and your brand. So don't do it. It's not worth it. I hope that this episode was helpful. I hope you learned something. If you have questions, uh, make sure that you write them in the review section. Send me an email or DM on Instagram to the um those who are watching on youtube if you have questions drop them in the comment section like the video subscribe to the channel turn on your bell notification button so that you're aware every time i share new valuable content that is it for this episode y'all and i will see you in the next one